Welcome everyone to another episode of Dan LCR, the mostly Marvel podcast. This is episode 124 coming at you on February 16th. This week's uh, show, we are talking about but Madam Web. Madam Web came out uh, this past Valentine's Day on the 14th. Did you say Valentine's? Valentine's? Is it Tines? Yes, it's Tines. Times? Yes, St. Valentine. Oh, I mean, I went to speech classes as a child. I didn't expect to be attacked um, on the show. I literally just asked you what you said. (laughs) You're making an attack. I feel feel attacked. Uh, I'm your host, Ricky. Uh, With us, as always, is Dennis. No guests this week, but uh, we have each other. I think there's a very uh, uh, obvious reason why there's no guest this week. Uh, this movie came out, uh, like like Ricky said, on Valentine's Day. Uh, and we're recording the following day afterwards. Uh, you may be listening to this later. Uh, but um, we just didn't really want to force somebody to go watch this movie uh, and then come here immediately afterwards and talk. But we are always willing to take that bullet for you guys. And so we're down to clown. Yeah, we're down to clown. We're always going to watch the. We the, sacrifice the our time, our our personal relationships. Um, we saw watch. this movie on Valentine's Day. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's how much I we will, love you guys. Yeah, I will say I did shout out to Ian, uh, our 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 lovely patron. Uh, he did actually watch this movie with me. He made it quite bearable because I had somebody to lean over and whisper to and 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 make fun of stuff throughout the movie. Uh, he would have loved to have been on this episode tonight, uh, but he is actually uh, uh, mid mid flight, so it just wasn't it wasn't going to happen. Um, but hey, but if you're a patron, Dennis might take you to a movie. That's true. It could happen. Pretty much only if you're local and I know you, and you know we <laughs> hang out normally. But yes, yeah, there's Hole always a in the popcorn guaranteed. There's always a chance. Oh, we definitely bought the Dune popcorn buckets for. I City saw it. I really wanted to buy it. I wanted to buy it so bad. Oh That's man. Funny. That's funny. Uh, but yeah, no, we're going to be talking about that uh, movie later in this episode. If you're uh, familiar with our show, you know, we like to banter for a bit, talk about whatever we've been nerding out on this week. Then we're going to eventually move right into the news, which I believe there is a lot of this week uh, for marvel news and maybe just superhero news in general and then uh once we've had our fair share of that we will pivot finally into our spotlight of the evening which is madam web as ricky said i mean i kind of so, just want to get in the news i mean in terms of stuff i've been watching i i did take your recommendation uh i'm one episode away from finishing mr mrs smith that show's amazing uh, it is right it, it's so good it's it, it's it's like uh how would I got it? it? It's I think it's just the two of them, like the the chemistry between them and and the it's it, it really reminds good. me honestly a lot of Master of None in terms of the writing. The, yeah, the I mean it, rem- show. it reminds me of of Atlanta in terms of the writing, but oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. get you. Master of None's a well written show too, so yeah, I'm they, not gonna I'm not gonna knock it. They the interpersonal stuff that they get into the deeper mm-hmm. uh, relation relation drama and relation conversations uh yeah are just fantastic and i also appreciate is... that 
I appreciate it's not Mission Impossible or or James Bond in terms of action. It's very yeah. They're like the missions are almost like boring if that makes sense. Like that's not the exciting part of the show. They're the, it's just they're like, the job, right? The they're just the job. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a situation it's, that it's, comes it's, from the missions. Yeah, it's like I said, they reframe the whole show to be from the very real point of view of capitalism, right? And like that's mm-hmm. the entire motivation behind this. It's not like they want to kill people, but it's just like, hey, it's a job that pays well. You know what I mean? Like so Yeah. Uh yeah, and it it reframes the whole like the sexiness of the original movie is kind of out the window, right? And it's like instead, this is like a a real relationship story that we're watching unfold. Like they they go through all the relationship drama that every relationship goes through. It's just they've got extra drama because, you know, of the way it started. Master yeah, one, season one with guns. <laughs> I'm glad you like that show. I'm I'm very happy. Uh, I took your recommendation and finally actually watched a little bit of Tacoma FD. Oh, um, this show's fun. It's fun. It's I, I it's yeah, it, uh, it's funny enough. Like uh, my wife got invested. She jumped in like on the third episode when they the the daughter Lucy joined the team, mm-hmm. and. She happened to jump in at a very good episode. I think that's a much stronger episode than the ones before it. And then every episode after that, she just got stuck in characters, and they're really adorable. And I love Eugene Cordero in everything he's in, and so I was really happy to have. Oh, it's great. It's great. You oh, need yeah. your like low stakes comedy drip, right? It's it's not. I wouldn't say I it's did. not over the top, but it's not like. Yeah not super raunchy it's not it's not super safe it's just a nice yeah. little it's it's your live action bob's burger episode yeah 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 no it, it it actually felt really delicious like to to go in on your on your metaphor um it felt really delicious to my brain because i've been watching a lot of heavy stuff right like mr and mrs smith's a lot heavier uh yeah as far as like you know the tone and, and, and the iron claw comes happening. out this week on streaming by the way yeah, speaking of heavy, right? If you want, if you want a, a downer. Yeah, and then I've also been watching Hell of a Boss uh, based on recommendations from... Uh, it's it's a show that's from the same people who did uh, Has Been Hotel, which is on Amazon Prime. Uh, Hell of a Boss is on YouTube. I ended up binging those two seasons over the last uh, two weeks with, with my wife, and that one's raunchy, but it's heavy also. Like, it's a, it's, it's a raunch comedy, but mm-hmm. it's also got like a lot of really heavy themes and it was just a lot. Like it was between that and Mr. And Mrs. Smith. I was just like feeling a little overwhelmed with like the, 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 the drama. And so I just let Tacoma FD play for a minute and I was like, yeah, this is, this is, I, right. I don't want right. to watch Aspen hotel. It just feels like Harley Quinn for, for theater kids. Uh, I will agree that it's probably for theater kids in that, in that, I know what you mean by that. I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I love the show. I'm not a theater kid, but uh, I don't agree that it's Harley Quinn. I think that's a very superficial uh, way of looking at the show. Do you know what the show's about? Yes. You do? I do know what the show's about. Okay. Do you want to tell people what it's about? <laughs> Before you're going to quiz me there? I, I don't. No, I just, uh, it's, well, I mean, for yeah. for anybody who's interested, it's it's a very, uh, you know, it's a very more, uh, I guess, 
it's a skewed uh, pr perspective of the biblical tale of of Lucifer and Adam and Eve and stuff. And basically, uh, you know, Lucifer it really is that fallen angel who basically just pissed off God for giving Eve the apple and uh, ruining everything by giving humans wisdom, you know, like and knowledge. Uh, and so because of that, he's cast to hell. He ends up falling in love with Lilith. They have a baby, and then that kid grows up to become uh, Charlie, who is the star of the show. And she truly believes, like, it's really interesting. There's a lot of really nice, hopeful, optimistic characters in hell that she's surround. Like, she's kind of, she's the center of it. And, and she believes, honestly, that there must be something more than just being tortured forever in hell. So she sets up a rehabilitation program to see if she can, can she can rehabilitate the lost souls of hell to make their way to heaven. And it's really cool because it frames heaven as like the bad guys. Like they're like the angels are yeah. real dicks and stuff. And like, um, yeah, it's really funny. And it's really and the, the best part is it's a musical. But if you don't like musicals, like, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend has been. But but we found out that uh, through Frank, that, you know, our old co-host, that uh, Hell of a Boss is like a spin-off show of this. That is weird because this show just came out this year, but technically the pilot was made four years ago. So since the pilot and now there has been two seasons of another show called Hell of a Boss, which is you might like that more. Um, that it's one's a YouTube just show. It's a YouTube show, but it's it's the same. Same animation style. It's not a and real like show. The, it's a real show. But the um no. the the premise is a lot funnier. It's just these imps who uh have a special access to a book that lets them go to the the mortal world to Earth. And so they use it, uh they they form like an agency where they just conduct hits on people that people in hell are like bitter about, you know, like Hey, this guy screwed me and left me in hell. Like, go kill him for me. And so, like, all right, cool. And so, it gets a lot more complicated than that, but it's it's pretty fun. It's a fun show. But if you don't like musicals and raunch and violence and stuff, stay away from both shows. Not worth it. Yeah. Stay away from both shows. Uh, if you don't like those things, Damn, if you dude. don't like those things, but you shouldn't stay away news. from our show. If you like uh, these things. Oh, man. Where do, where do you want to start? We had the Deadpool 2 trailer drop during the, uh, the, the big, big game, game as, they, as they call it. Uh, thoughts, comments. Comments, concerns. What do you think? Oh, you know what I loved about that trailer, like more than anything. I'll give you one guess if you can guess what it is. Because you remember, remember, I don't go out of my way to spoil things the way you do. So I didn't know anything like going in. That trailer is a spoiler. Uh, is it Pyro? Spoiler. Is it Pyro in there? I didn't see Pyro. Oh, he's in that trailer. trailer. So, okay, oh, so sorry. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Was that was he the old one that like the yeah that said I love this part? Oh, I yep. couldn't recognize him. Like I didn't. I he looked like he was somebody I was supposed to recognize, but he looked he hasn't old. acted since. 
Oh, poor guy. Um, no, it wasn't that. So what I loved about the Deadpool trailer is that uh, the TVA is a huge part of it. And mm -hmm. I didn't know that. I didn't know that going in. And like I talked to Frank about this and he was also surprised too. And so what I loved about the trailer is that it was able to surprise me. You know what I mean? It gave me something that I didn't expect. And you know what was even funnier is I'm the fool for not expecting it because that's what the TVA was set up for. Loki was established to open the floodgates to all of this, right? Like that was the entire purpose of that show. And so it makes perfect sense that the TVA would be the ones to usher in Deadpool from another universe into the MCU. So um, no props to them. Like I, I loved it. The, the aesthetic of the TVA looked on point. Like everything looked like I needed it to be. I would have loved to seen Eugene Cordero in that in that trailer. I'd you know, love I, to I, see a Morbius in that trailer. Morbius. You want to see a Morbius? Oh, you mean Mobius or Mo Mobius. Sorry. I'm okay with no Mobius because like I kind of got the implication that he, he's like he's kind of like retiring, you know, like or or he may be trying to not be part of, you know, he, he it's fine. I don't need him, but I would have liked one of the supporting characters so we can agree on that. You know what I mean? Like like it was weird to see new TVA people that we don't recognize and know, but like mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, no, I just love that. And I, I didn't love the that we're teasing the Wolverine when the title of the movie is Deadpool and Wolverine. Like, but that's fine. It's, we'll get another trailer later. And and I'm just happy because it looks like it will be a Deadpool movie. You know, I have questions like why is Shatterstar alive? Um, but it's okay. Deadpool you know, 2 post credits, bro. Shatterstar wasn't alive in the post. Oh, I see what he, you're saying. He time traveled and fixed everything. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. I got you. I got you. Fair enough. It's a, what did you think of it? Did you love it? Oh, it's a good trailer. It I I'm with you on the the TVA showing up. It's nice to you know, you have this this uh nebulous all seeing thing, right? Exists in your universe, but it only exists in the, like this very specific slice. It's it's nice to see that that door crack open. Um I I don't love the Deadpool humor I know as, you know. as much as I think some. Um, but I think that's just more of my disdain towards Ryan Reynolds' uh, choice of com. I think he's funny. I just don't think he's he's like funny as Deadpool. It's one of those things where, for me, the jokes are, I guess, 50-50 hit or miss, right? How is the pegging joke? I think it's fine it's it's fine for me it's the, the the look into the camera that's that's the beauty of that joke like the mm -hmm. wink it's like the the wink you know because like that's his thing he's that's deadpool's thing he's always winking at you directly you know so yeah uh i'm sorry but if, I, if I, you're I, doing the story that that's going to oh good good oh i knew you weren't gonna love the trailer but you know i'm glad you at least liked it but what were you gonna say if they're doing the story that it seems like they're going to do of, of Deadpool getting recruited in the TVA, right? I want uh, my dream is for them to crack that that can open and show all of the dumb 
variants and what ifs of past movies and present that they can. Um, so. I want to do Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe because it's I it's for me it's not enough to show me the things I want to see significant things done to them you know so like I want him to kill them all like no sure he can kill them all just kill them all you know like kill kill Ben Affleck Daredevil kill Elektra you know get like kill them all like kill them all but if you know I I want this movie to earn its rated R. Like earn it, like really, really earn it. I like I will never get the image of the first movie out of my head when you know when the slow motion thing finally goes real time and it ends with a guy's body splattering against the giant sign up on the freeway and mm-hmm. then that like sl- like slushes down to the ground. Like I need that level of gore. I need I need all the it, gore. It should earn its R. Through violence, not through language. It should earn its R through both. Through both. It needs both. Yeah. Like, go back and watch the old Deadpools. uh, I was going to segue into something needing both, but I think... You don't need to segue. Just do the next news. uh, We got another trailer. X-Men 97. Um, that came out actually today, X Men ninety seven from Marvel. Uh, now Marvel Animation is what they're calling it. Um, nice. Okay. It to me it looks it looks a little weird in motion. It's almost like they're CG, and I don't know. I don't think I don't want to say I hate it because I have no source of love for the original X Men animated cartoon. But when I compare them side by side, and this is supposed to be the continuation of the thing, it looks a little different. It looks a little different. See, I invalidate that because you don't know how bad the last season of that show looked when they outsourced their animation to a, a comp- an animation studio in South America. And it just completely looked like garbage, just like terrible. So for me, and then on top of that, the other thing that always was really frustrating to fans of the show is in the credits in the end for like a couple seasons, they would show you this badass animation from from the anime version of the show. I guess in Japan, they had their own like title sequence. And so they would show you the anime version, which was way better than the show that you were watching. And likewise, the intro to the show was always way better. So I'm just used to the X-Men cartoon having multiple animation styles. So I don't mind them updating it for for the now. You know what I mean? I still recognize the characters and I still hear the characters. So I'm cool with them getting an update for for the visuals because I've seen way more than the trailer has shown because uh, I saw a, a bunch of it at Comic-Con and it was enough to make me cry. So I'm excited. You know, I'm very excited. But I, I get your point. It it looks different. I knew I it's, I knew that not, when I started. For, I mean, it's it is not for me. I don't have any skin in that game, so I'm not gonna. That's my rag on something I inherently just don't care. About. I will I will <laughs> say I will say the trailer confuses me and makes me want to go back and rewatch the show a little bit because uh, it it suggests that Professor X died and 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 uh, they this is them moving on from that. I could have sworn in the cartoon 
Professor X was dying. So because of that, Lilandra of the Shi'ar took him to the Shi'ar Empire so that she could treat him for, you know, for his condition that, because they couldn't do it on Earth. Um, I mean, he's still, the end, end result's the same, right? He's gone. But, like, it felt like they were mourning his death rather than, like, mourning it or, you know, grieving his yeah, absence. Could be like a, and, a, a Captain America in the MCU right now. He's not he's fair dead. enough. He's not dead. He's just not fair here. enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but, but you won't have to wait long to find out. You won't have to wait long to find out. March 30th, right? March 20th, I think. March 20th. I think you're getting confused with uh, part two of Invincible, which is we're not going to talk about that too much here. But that uh, no, second season, I haven't seen. I haven't seen anything. Second, for Invincible. second half of season two trailer that came out today. But oh, really? uh, the last big, uh, big of MCU news, um, the best part of my week. <laughs> Yesterday we got our first look at I'm the, curious, why is the that Marvel's... the best part of your week. I loved it. I am I love, not confused. I, the... I I am I am correct. It is March twentieth. X Men ninety seven comes out on March twentieth. Dennis is right. Yeah. Um, but I, I just watched. I trailer, absolutely like, love. Absolutely love <laughs> this uh, Fantastic Four announcement. Uh, so we got our official casting. We got uh, is it Ebon? Is it Mock Bach? Moss Buckrock, I think. Mock Bach. Bach rock uh guy from the bear uncle from the bear uh cousin from the bear sorry is going to cousin. be the thing yeah uh eddie munson who i can't never remember his name either will be johnny storm uh yeah i feel like what are you excited about here like what like this is the this is the the cast that's been rumored for a couple months yeah now. but it's it's official we get them we get a look at leather costumes and it's presumably going to be set in the 60s if you go by what they're wearing and the, the magazine that the thing is reading, which as I've uh, I think I've said multiple times in the show, if I were my pie in the sky for the Fantastic Four, would would it or for it to be a, a period piece? So I got my wish and we got Pedro Pascal's uh, Mr. Fantastic. What more can yeah, I, I ask for? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really inferring anything from this, but. Sure, maybe you got your wish. I don't know. But like I I'm weirded out by the notion that the Fantastic Four existed in the 60s and this is we're only now hearing out about it. Like that's kind of weird. So hopefully they're weird? from another we, universe. The, uh, because we did a because we did a what if episode existed where, in the we did, a, we did a what if episode where the all of the existing people of the of the that could be Avengers came together. There's no mention of this, you know, so like um, I and if Captain Marvel's your example or your 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 proof, you know, like your exception to the rule, she's the exception. Like you don't do that over and over again. You can't you can't keep going back to that. Well, so I'm a little I'm hoping it's not from the 60s. I'm hoping they're just showing you an you AI. You want to do that? We, we didn't learn about uh, Elena for a minute. We didn't. uh a lot of people they, no, they could exist. We, also, you're, you're comparing it to a what if universe that is a the name itself is a what if universe. What if they didn't exist in the universe? Yeah, no, I know, but uh, like uh, fair enough. My example is just as bad as your example. 
Uh, Yelena, we knew she had sisters. We knew, we knew, we knew there were other black widows. That's not really, that's not a surprise. You know, like it's, it's, um, it's, we're not, I'm not even sure they're actual biological sisters either. No. Like, yeah, no. they're just, they're just, they're just, know, they're just family. kindred. Yeah. Forced but family. We also like, saw a universe where the Fantastic Four existing in a pseudo futuristic time. In uh, Multiverse of Madness? Yes, yes. This is not the first Fantastic Four we're getting, so... Yeah. I, I, I'm i excited that Pedro's in the movie. Uh, I think he'll be great. I am excited that uh, Eben is, in, is, is playing the thing because I love him in Bear. And I also Those love... Blue him eyes in, are going to put in, in some work. I loved him in, um, in uh, Andor also. He was really good He's in Andor. Andor. For like, yeah, so I'm excited for them. The other two, I couldn't care less about. I really couldn't. So I hope that they prove to oh. be worth, worthy of the parts. One is invisible and the other one's on fire half the time. So No, one is the glue of that entire team. And then there's the other ones on fire. She was like, fine in, in Hobbs and Shaw. I don't remember her in Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> in uh, MI6? MI7? She is... She's, She's there. She's in the movie. <laughs> I'm, the saying, I, movie I know I'm saying she's the glue of the Fantastic Four. So I, I'm. Would uh, she no make no a pressure, good? No would Would you want to watch an affair with her and and Namor? Sure, that'd be hot. Right, yeah, there you go. That's. A, <laughs> I don't. I don't. That's I the think, bar. But I no, that's not the bar. That's your bar. That's not the bar. Hey, that's that's a comics bar. No, it's not. It's not. Mm -hmm. um, anyways, I, I'm excited. It was like a one, two, three punch for uh, for Marvel, though. Like they 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 hit us with uh, it's the almost as if Marvel Studios was trying to. <laughs> it's, it's also they were trying to wipe out some news first from from other news this week. Oh yeah, like what? What news? Like like Madam Web came out on Wednesday. Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, yeah, they were trying, but I don't think they succeeded at completely misdirecting. Um, but if you want to talk about that, we can talk about that. Well, we got to talk about this first. It's your little your little nuggets. Um, we got some Marvel Legends announcements. The these are reissues. The yeah, but they're getting carded, right? No, he's been carded they're before. Reissues with new boxes. Not a new box. 80 years? The 80 years is new, yes. 80. Oh, yeah, yeah. The 80, okay, the, so it's the a, 80 new, year it's a new really. The 80-year logo on the boxes is new. The rest of the <laughs> package is not new. It's the same. Uh, yeah, two Marvel Legends, I guess, to celebrate Deadpool. Uh, they're doing a Deadpool Corp uh, box set uh, that was the one with Scooter and the Pool and Squirrel Pool and Deadpool. It's cool. Um, and then the other one is the unca the uncanny X Men Deadpool or whatever you call it the ultimate Deadpool. It's basically like supposed to be like what he originally looked like when Rob Liefeld drew him, uh, but except his feet work like and look good. Um, but yeah, it, that both figures have been released um, over the past few years. I think they're just giving people a chance to catch them if they miss them the first time around. So. Yeah, those went out. There was a surprise announcement. 
I'm like, cool, whatever. Anyways, but yes, I I promise you, I have more enthusiasm for the thing we're about to talk about. But I wasn't sure if you were going to bring those Marvel Legends into the conversation because they're not new. But oh, there you go. We did it. Well, we did. yeah, cool, whatever. Let's <laughs> move on. Is it Xander who says that? Is that that's his name in that show? The murder show. I told the murder. The murder show on Apple TV with the different genres. Oh, the after party? Yes, after party. I totally forgot what it was. Uh that's the song. Uh, yeah, cool, whatever is, is what they uh, sing. It. Something like that. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's been a while. I haven't watched that show in a while. Madam Web, uh, the uh, latest installment of the Sony. It, I, think, I think they renamed it the Sony Spider-Man Universe. Sony Spider-Man Universe. So it's, so it's SSU now is what it's is the acronym for it, because the previous one was disgusting looking. Um, yes. By the way, before we get into it, spoiler warning. I know you, you guys, we gave you a whole day to go watch this movie. So we understand yes, no. if, if you want to go. Uh, you know, watch this movie and come back. We totally understand. If you don't care to watch the movie because the the Rotten Tomato score is so bad, uh, we understand, and we're here to help guide you through this movie. I want to try. It's been a while since we've done like a new a new movie or new something. We're gonna try and be as comprehensive as we can, but without ruining everything, I guess. But we're gonna ruin a lot. Okay, we're going to run a lot. We're, we're going to try and fit it in. Madam Web came out uh, yesterday, February 14th. Uh, man, where do we begin? We a movie stars uh, Dakota, Dakota Johnson as Cassandra Cassie Webb, a paramedic in uh, New York City. Um, gosh. She, uh, she has a life-altering accident. That uh, leads her down a path of destiny. I think, uh, yeah, it it can it it shows her that she's connected to the web of fate, right? I think mm -hmm. is what it. Yeah, the web of destiny, something like that. There's a giant web she's connected to in her. She has a uh, what a near death experience, basically, right? Near death experience that causes her to see some trippy web stuff, and then after that. She can see the future, right? Pretty much, yeah. She's the yeah. clairvoyant. Is it clairvoyant, right? Clairvoyant the... is is the correct term, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, we can get more into the story in a minute, but like, I'm just curious. Like, just taking the temperature here, you knew what this movie was rated going into it. How did you feel about it? How did you feel? Like in terms of like the 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 cinema score review. Stuff? How did you feel about the movie going in, and then how did you feel coming out? I knew it was a Sony comic book movie. And I came out of it going like, yep, that's a Sony comic book movie. But again, again, low. Uh, you, you can't be disappointed if your expectations are are, are so low. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, it's. It's fine. It's 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 fine. Like the movies like it's. It's it's would... it's it's not the greatest piece of cinema, 
But it's if it's on and I'm on a plane, yeah, sure. So I'll watch it again. Okay. So let me give my my two cents because it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. I think Madam Web is a fun, cheesy horror movie that you can laugh at. I do not think Madam Web is a good Madam Web movie. I think if the name of this movie wasn't Madam Web, I would love it so much more. Um, it, but, it almost goes into Catwoman territory because I, I feel the, the same way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you it just does, change does. like like three lines of dialogue and this is like not a Spider-Fan movie at all. Well, not just that, though. Like the problem is like her story is so far off from what the character is mm-hmm. in the in the, in like. So I'm used to this just, uh, you know, here's a little tangent of mine. I'm used to this. Hollywood doesn't like to do stories about people in wheelchairs. They If they got to have wheelchairs in them, they find a way to keep them out of the wheelchair for like 95 percent of the movie. And, you know, so I saw the trailers for Madam Web for the last year and I was like, that don't look like no Madam Web. I know because Madam Web in the comics is a straight up blind wheelchair user. And so it was weird to me but i'm like cool whatever i'll watch it because ricky's gonna make me watch it and stuff you know like, um but yeah it as a wheelchair user it was offensive to me to watch her just be doing all of these non-wheelchair things and then it becomes like the problem i have with it is the same problem i kind of have with x-men first class where the movie becomes not just an origin story about her abilities it becomes an origin story about her disabilities. And that's mm-hmm. weird to me that it has to be both. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's so much cooler that a disabled person just gets superpowers. You know what I mean? Like, why do they all have to be in, entwined together? It's kind of like how Professor X, whenever he, like, for some reason in those movies, whenever he can't, whenever he can't walk, he has his powers and vice versa, right? Like, and it's like, Stop it. Yeah. Well, it the I see what you mean like for obviously the other things happen but like in in Wakanda Forever, right? Black Panther is gets sick and dies. And just minus the Chadwick Boseman thing, that's kind of it's like that's heavy on its own because like it's just a thing that can happen to anyone, right? Superpowered or, or yeah. not. Yeah, it can always. Yeah. So I see your point of like why 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 are they one in the same, right? Yeah, like you do you get where I'm following or, or I'm yeah. going with this story? Like, yeah, so yeah. so that's just my personal bias, you know, like that's me as a wheelchair user who just wants to see uh people represented like the way they are. I, like I just want to give you a fun fact about her. Uh, just so you know, do you know how uh, she got her powers in the comics? Um just gets old and, and dies she was born with them oh. the same way she was born with her disability <laughs> she was she was born um with i believe it's that actual disease that they mentioned in the in the in the movie that uh my Cynthia, uh garris i think is the name of the, the mm-hmm. disease hold on a second what i'm i'm 
myasthenia gravis is the condition that it is a degenerative disease, uh, neuro, neuromuscular junction disease that leads to varying degrees of skeletal muscular muscle weakness. Oh, and, yeah, they did and, mention that. Yeah, and yeah, blindness. Yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. And so they actually mentioned that when she's when the mother is pregnant yes, with her, yes, 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 yes. She's she's tested positive for this condition, mm -hmm. and so that's kind of the whole premise of this movie: is the mother is off on a quest to find a myth, a, a mythical spider that has, you know, special peptides in its bite to like cure her. Cure, of this. And, cure, she, yeah. and she is cured before she's ever born. Right. But then what happens is the rest of the movie becomes, uh, well, she has to end up blind and in a wheelchair eventually. <laughs> right. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, when they had the out, they had the out in the first place, which is just let her be born blind they and in a wheelchair hint added a little they, they hint at the blindness a little bit but <laughs> the the chair thing kind of comes out of nowhere but yeah. as a wheelchair user i know you were scoping out her her rig at the end you know i was and you know i was very annoyed with the fact that it had no joystick and sometimes no she's armrest. driving it <laughs> like... she, she's driving it and it has no no controls at all on it. Somebody you just was got a new, it. you got a new cosplay, man. And it's 2003, you know, like, so, <laughs> so, all right. So let's back this up now that, now that I've gotten my big, that's my, that's one of my biggest gripes is right. Like, I just like the character is just born that way in mm -hmm. both respects. She's born disabled. She's born a mutant. Right. And that, and that's it. And that's how Stan Lee did it. Right. Like that. He, the easiest thing. He, I don't know if you're the mutant. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Like she, she, Stanley, when he created the term mutant, it was his final, like, like catch all for everything yeah, he created yeah. afterwards. Right. He's like, Oh, they can just be born this way and it's fine. And it, and it, it saves us the trouble of having to learn some drawn out origin. It can just be about what's their life. Like, you know, what's the struggles that they go through. And I think that's a beautiful thing because like that's it's it's more reality, right? Like we don't have origin stories in our in our normal everyday lives, right? We just have you just are. The, yeah, we just are. And so um that aside, I can and I can enjoy the entertainment that this movie was trying to give me, right? Like it's it, and so this movie is it is showing you, like I said before. It starts with like in Peru in the 1970s and it's this researcher who's Cassie. We find out it's Cassie's mom is exploring, you know, the Amazon or wherever, wherever part of the, the South America they're, they're messing around with in the jungles. And she's looking for a special spider that is supposed to give like super cool abilities. And the natives have even mentioned that there's a special spider people, las arañas that like climb mm -hmm. in the trees and, behave like spiders and all these things. And, and, you know, and she's like, I don't believe in those things. I just believe in science. She tells yeah. her, her bodyguard that she's hired, uh, Mr. Ezekiel Sims. Um, and, you know, eventually like that scene goes on way too long. And then she finds a spider while Ezekiel is back at camp, like stealing all the notes that she has. And then when she's, he sees the spider, he basically, shoots her and steals the spider right and and because that's all he wanted he just wanted all these powers for himself and so then las arañas show up and they take the mom to the secret 
you know, pool of water and they help her give birth to this baby and, and to give her the strength, they let her be bitten by the spider, not the baby, the, the mother, uh, while the baby's still inside. And so surprisingly, this baby is born, you know, a little different, I guess, but she's also born without a mother. And so she ends up, you know, we fast forward to 2003. She's grown up, played by Dakota Johnson, and she's an EMT. She's, a, you know, she's, and and it's interesting. I think there's a lot of nuance to what they show you as her life as an EMT. She, her partner is Ben Parker, a.k.a. Uncle Ben. Um, and you you get to see on their badges, you know, like uh, uh, the, the skyline of, of um, New York City with the two towers. And this is 2003. So what I inferred from that is like, wow, this is interesting. This is an interesting time because these are people who have chosen to do this job after 9-11 in New York, right? And so like whether or not you bother to think about like it's there, it's 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 present in, in the minds of these people. And I thought that was really cool because they did a great job of what I always ask for, right? In a horror, in, in any superhero story, show me the character being heroic. And man, they went all in on that, right? I'll answer answer me this while while I'm watching this movie, right? I think it's easy to 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 shit and dunk on on these movies. You know, Morbius being the last one and Venom mm -hmm. by a certain extent. But I, you we kind of knew what we were getting into going to this movie. I didn't know what know what I was no to, no but... at no point in this movie I felt like. Uh, a jump the shark moment like i was on board the train uh, the whole time i don't i don't yeah. think it it mm, the I destination to... is is not where i, I maybe want to go but i didn't it didn't fall off the tracks for me at any point i, I was kind of down with the spider people <laughs> i was i was gonna get to the jump the shark in a moment honestly oh. like there there was a moment for me no so eventually you know like uh while she's saving She's saving all these people and doing heroic things. Uh, there's an accident. She she dies for about three minutes. Ben resuscitates her. But in that time, she sees crazy webs and then she sees she starts seeing the future. Right. And then mm -hmm. uh, and then it, it takes her like four times before she finally starts really doing anything about the, the future she sees. Um, but what I thought was the jump the shark moment is when so eventually the, the movie introduces you to these other three teenage girls that are all different spider characters in the comics. Uh, um, Maddie Franklin, uh, Anya Corazon, and um, uh, who was the other one? Um, it's, uh, oh, Julia, Julia Cornwall. Julia Cornwall. And so these three characters are all, uh, you know, eventually spider people in the comic books. And somehow, like, they're all, like, passing by in her life throughout her day. You know, like, they, they're all somehow connected to Madam Web, right, or Cassie. And so what ends up happening is she has a vision that these people are about to be killed on the subway that she's on. She sees them all horrifically die, right? And then she finally, it finally clicks in her head, right? She's like, wait, I, I can do something about this, right? So... She gets them and they run off the train. And then you see like this scary guy, like that really desperately wants to kill them. And then for the rest of the movie, 
it becomes a a, a chase movie, right? Where like this mm-hmm. this crazy cat and mouse game, this crazy Spider Man monster guy, what they call him Ceiling Guy, for a while because he dresses up in his own Spider Man outfit and crawls on the ceilings like a spider. They say that, you know, when that when she hears that, it triggers something in her. She's like, hey, wait, I got to leave you here in the forest for a little bit. I'll be back. I'm going to go home. All right. She kid. She basically kidnapped these three teenage girls. I know she's saved their lives, but she's like, I'll be back. Right. And she goes home, goes through her closet, pulls out this journal that is given to her, like from the foster people or whatever, as her belongings which we saw earlier in the movie. She likes to mm-hmm. flip through it the way Dakota Johnson flips through Marvel comics when they're handed to her in, in interviews, not really reading anything, just kind of flipping through them. Right. But so this time she goes home and she actually reads the journal because she remembers when she flipped through it, she saw pictures of spiders. You know what I mean? And she's like, that can't be a coincidence. And for me, that was the make or break moment for this movie where it's like, Oh my God, woman, you're clearly longing for the the life you you could have had with a mother. And you're telling me this entire time you've had this book and you've never actually read the contents of it until now when you're abandoning some teenagers in the woods to go home and read it. And I, you, you know what, Ricky, don't justify it. Okay. She's kind of a monster. Like she's kind of a monster for never reading, never bothering to take the time to read the stuff her mom wrote. You know what I mean? Like, like if I like I feel like every kid ever, like when they lose a parent, would love to magically discover some secret writings or, or w- of wisdom or whatever, anything that their parents left behind. And she's had it in her closet this whole time. And never bothers to read it until some teenage girl's like, yeah, that guy was crawling like a spider. And it's like, oh, okay. Now, that aside, I just put, I just, I put that in a little box. Yep. I locked the key and I said, all right, let's see where the rest of this movie goes. And I had fun. I had fun. But, but. For me, that's the jump the shark moment. Like it, it hurt. If it I hurt if I had to pick a moment, because I was on board, I was on board the whole time. It would probably be the second time she dips out. <laughs> yeah, no, that's back to fucking Peru. That one's that one's pretty rough too, right? <laughs> and then she meets the dude, the spider shaman, and he's yeah. just like in normal clothes. Uh, yeah, that one's pretty rough <laughs> too. Okay, like, yeah. <laughs> He's just yeah. a, a normal dude because the yeah. spidey people were cool. That was cool. <laughs> was that not? Tell me that wasn't cool. Like the the OG Amazonian Spider Man painted in red with like branches as webs. That was kind of cool. I didn't hate it, and I saw what they were doing. Like they were like. So let me let me get nerdy again, and I'm gonna I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna rewind back to the other part of the movie that is atrocious to me, which is Ezekiel Sims. So Ezekiel Sims is played by who's who plays him in this movie? I'm trying to remember how to pronounce his name. Um, he is played by Tahar Rahim, a French actor who I've never heard of before. Um, I 
I feel so bad for this poor man because you know what I'm going to say, right? Like he, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's because his accent was too heavy when they filmed or maybe he there was sound. Not, he speaks very little lines in this movie. Not to say he doesn't, there's not dialogue, but multiple times on screen, this man is, is dubbed. the voice is there and he's dubbed over. Like he it's is, obvious. He is so dubbed and the dubbing is so bad because it just sounds like somebody is reading with no tone at all. Like just reading script to try to fit fit it in the space of the the mouth being moved it's bad like he's so bad like i kept leaning over to ian and being like this is bad right And he's like it's very bad it's very bad like to the point where he actually made dakota johnson look like a decent actor and i thought she was pretty much shitting the bed for a lot of that movie too but she saved it in certain scenes you know that, that just but yes Ezekiel is just so terrible. But that said, I I do know Ezekiel the character pretty well, and it's because um, they introduced him uh, at a time when I was heavily reading Spider-Man comics, um, and his story is kind of intertwined with this mystical spider totem kind of story. Mm-hmm. Not quite Las Arañas, but I was willing to let them reinterpret a little bit because. I see like, hey, the net positive result was cool, right? You as a as a Latin person thought that was cool to see OG Latin spider people. Yeah. So I, I so I'm not mad at it. I, I'm not mad at it. And I understand like, you know, that's the idea, right? Like so in the comics, Ezekiel is a very shocking, jarring character because he shows up while Peter Parker is way in his 30s. And he's like and the other weird thing about this guy is he actually looks like Uncle Ben. Like, which weirds Peter out. Like, he kind of looks like Uncle Ben. I thought they were kind of trying to make Ezekiel look kind of like Adam Scott in this movie a little bit. They have very similar facial hair and stuff like that. So I I think they were trying to do that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Ezekiel's story in the comics is meant to establish that uh, basically Peter Parker, everything he thought about his life this whole time is not necessarily all the, the... the all there is to it that spider that radioactive spider that bit him on that fateful day it actually was fateful in that uh there is a web of destiny and there are there is a spider god that is in charge of choosing who inherits the totem of the spider it's a very convoluted thing that makes it made a lot of spider-man fans very upset and so I see why they chose to just use Ezekiel in this Madam Web movie where it doesn't have to like it. If it fails, they never actually have to connect it to Spider-Man, right? Like they never. Yeah. Have to. Yeah, yeah. So like they, they, they tossed him to the wolves for this movie. He's a throwaway character. He has, he, he, he does say a lot of stupid shit. And honestly, like his employee, that poor, that woman, who is on board to be his cyber security expert, <laughs> even after she finds out that his whole goal is to kill three young girls that he sees every night in a dream killing him. Uh, when she finds out it's three teenage girls, she's she's like, well, I really need this rent check. You know what I mean? Like, that's that was weird <laughs> to me. It was weird. It was weird. Um, now, that aside... The chase, the cat and mouse stuff, 
it's fun. It's fun when Madam Web starts learning her powers and starts seeing the future only a few minutes ahead and using that to like outsmart this guy that's got like all the superpowers ever, you know, like um, it's cool. And I appreciated it. And it actually reminded me of like an old Hitchcock movie where like clairvoyance used to be enough to carry a movie. You know what I mean? Like, but now in the Marvel age of movies, like everybody's got to have like 15 different powers and stuff <laughs> like that. So uh, clairvoyance is a badass ability. And so I actually on paper, I appreciate that we got a movie where a lady with just the slightest bit of clairvoyance is trying to save a bunch of girls from basically an axe murderer, you know? And so like, if you look at the movie from that lens, it's fun. If you look at it as a story that's supposed to prop up the Spider-Man universe and the characters inside of it, it is garbage. It is trash. Like that. And that's hundred percent, a hundred percent. Like yeah. again, you, you take out, I don't even think you need to take out Ben Parker. You just take out his uh, sister-in-law, right? The sister-in-law, the poor woman. Yeah, you, you just take her out and insert another pregnant woman. You you no longer have this Spider-Man baggage for this movie. It's just a it's just a TNT uh weekday movie <laughs> you find. You know what would have been you know what would have been kind of cooler is if she was May Parker and you find out that they had a kid and they lost it. And that's what made them always kind of want to be parents. And one day they will adopt Peter after his parents die. You know what I mean? Just something not so like literal, like on the nose. Like it, it's like, oh, what are you? What should I name the baby? I don't know. What about Peter? You know, like it's. Uh, well, I didn't say that. The balloon popped. Remember? No, I know. I'm, that's what I'm saying. I, I, as me and the audience, I'm like, you guys are so coy with this. It's so dumb. Like, <laughs> we all know what you're doing. You know, like, so I th I felt like the Spider-Man parts of it were just the most heavy handed parts of the movie. And like either do that it, or or just make it a fucking Garfield. Prequel. Yeah, like, just do it. Like, also, also, by the way, Ezekiel in the comics does not wear a costume. He's just, he's just in a suit and barefoot. He's right? just barefoot walking around. Yeah. So I actually really like that scene in the movie where you see him walking around yeah, in a suit bare feet. I was like, that's Ezekiel. You know, like, that's what he, he does, you know. But he's also not, like, the villain of the Spider-Man universe either. So that was, that was kind of, it was a little jarring. I also am very confused by the ending when she's like, they were never your future. I was. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess. You just I kidnapped some kids, man. I know, I know. I was, but I was a little thrown off. But I do appreciate that they didn't shoehorn in the origins of those three girls because I was afraid they were going to do it. I was like, please, that's a lot. That's a lot. And it, just... I don't know if I love like the like Gotham TV show style. Of, like they, they just kind of oh, there's that like Batman's here. I don't know if I like that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree you. with you where. Yeah, it would have been too much of a movie. Yeah, it would have right? been too much. Yeah, it's a different movie at that point. Yeah, yeah, they look stupid in their costumes, but at the same time, they also look a hundred percent accurate. So I'm like very conflicted because I'm like, those are really accurate costumes, but you look stupid. Also, Sydney Sweeney's wig is terrible. That is a, a just the entire costuming that went into Sydney Sweeney 
that poor girl, she just looked terrible through that whole. We're movie. gonna be seeing a lot of uh, Anya in the next couple of years. She's uh, Dina in the Last of Us Part Two, uh, season two. Oh, the the actress, you mean? The I actress, guess. the actress, and then uh, she's Hawk, Hawk, Hawk Girl, Hawk Girl. Okay. In a uh, Superman. Yeah, I actually liked her and Sydney Sweeney. I didn't like the girl who played Maddie. I was having a weird problem with like the 2003-ness of the movie because I know 2003 so well. And I was like not feeling the vibe that Maddie was giving. I was like, did, did you even research what it would be like to live in this time? You know, like she just felt un like disingenuous to me, like as far as the acting was going. But as a nitpick, you know, like they they weren't the 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 crux of the movie. It was all on Dakota Fanning, or I mean Dakota Johnson, who just totally nailed it at the end, sitting in her wheelchair saying stupid shit. Like, you know, there was a point in the movie where Ian and I, like, we leaned over and I was like, you know, I'm actually kind of enjoying this movie, which is weird because based on the reviews. So I'm like, you know, this means this movie has to shit the bed at the end, right? Like, it has to, right? And so he's like, oh, yeah, it's got to. And you know, I only thought the last minute of the movie was really terrible. Like the the, it was bad. Like the chair, the, it, the it chair, was, it was... the chair was so bad. <laughs> it was terrible, right? You knew you knew I was gonna hate on the chair, though, right? It was. I mean, it's a cool chair. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna diss <laughs> anyone's. Uh... But you knew I was gonna hate on. The yes. Chair. <laughs> yeah, you but knew that. I did love they. The glasses, the whole thing, and then at the end on the rooftop, they put her in the costume, right? And <laughs> sure, oh, she looks bad. <laughs> Can she, she astral astral project in the comics? Yeah. There, right? Yeah, okay. she's she's basically Spider Man's Professor X. Mm -hmm. She can do a lot of the things Professor X does. Yeah, so you know, it it, it is what it is. It's Madam Web. I would say. Honestly, hey, just, you know, I put the question out there on the, the thumbnail of this episode. I said, is it better than Morbius? And you know what? I think it is. Yeah, I, I think, think it's, it's a more Morbius. complete movie than Morbius. It it's it doesn't. I think you get Jared Leto. You're, you're swinging for some type of prestige, right? I think I don't I think it's I don't think it's going to see a sequel. No, I don't think. No, Madam I'm talking to sequel, but I I think it, it knew its lane. It stayed in its lane. I don't think it tried to be anything more that it did it's not you know it, it's it's a throwback to those 2000s uh superhero movies right i saw dakota johnson get asked a question the other day which was like hey so how different was the the movie from the script you received and she said so different but i'm not allowed to say what parts are different <laughs> and uh yeah that's i i believe her i believe her i probably believe but, her too all right we're gonna we're gonna probably have to wrap this up. Mm -hmm. I I think it's on you to pick the next movie or whatever it is we watch, but you don't have to do that tonight. So we can just say thanks to everybody for tuning in, and you finish this up for us. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks to some of the new people while watching us. We love uh, if you could throw us a like, follow, or maybe subscribe. And uh, with that, new true believers. Enough said. <laughs>